Hi everyone, you're listening to the Sauce of Action podcast. I'm your host, Presence, and the podcast is all about inspiring you to take action through interviewing guests who are massive action takers to learn from their journey, their habits, their tools, their mindset, so you can leave the podcast ready to take action. Today, I'm super grateful to have Jay Menes with me, who is the executive producer and host of Hollywood Reel. He's had a really interesting career path, and I can't wait for you guys to listen. And I really hope that you guys can learn from his journey and start taking action. So let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Starts of Action on today. I'm very grateful to get to talk to Jay, who is an author, speaker, coach, and also host of the Hollywood Reel and IMLA on CBS. Um, and from your profile, I saw that you went to law school and did banking, and now you're in film production. Um, so it would really be interested to see just you know how you got there. Yeah, well, wonderful. So first of all, thank you, Presence, for uh, inviting me on. I'm really excited to share with your audience whatever I can share about what, uh, what it takes to, you know, to get things done, the, because it starts with action, right? <laughs> um, well, my journey, let's see. You'd mentioned um, turning adversity into opportunity. And that's something that I, I didn't, that's a perspective that I didn't have early on in my career, uh, not consciously anyway, but I've done a lot of different things. Uh, you kind of went through a little bit of my resume there, but it actually goes, start even earlier than that, where I started in public service. I was actually a paramedic and, and a police officer uh, before that. That was really my first big career. And, um, and then, uh, and I, I really enjoyed that because it gave me a, a sense of uh, contribution that was missing a lot of, for, for a good part of the middle part of my career uh, as I transitioned into, into other things. And um, anyway, uh, uh, law enforcement really took me to law school where I was looking to expand into other things, including entrepreneurship and just making a bigger impact in the world. Not that, uh, uh, you know, uh, police work, law enforcement, or public service of any kind, uh, not to diminish that at all. But I really uh, felt that for me, um, you know, there, there were other things that, uh, that, you know, in store for me. So anyway, Sorry about the rambling there a little bit. <laughs> uh, so that, you know, so that took me into Wall Street investment banking, where uh, I dove really deep into finance. Uh, I was doing public offerings. This was in the dot-com boom in the late 90s. And uh, at that time, it was really all about accumulating as much money as I could and uh, less of service. And so I was very successful doing that. Of course, the, the market crashed in about 2001, around when 9-11 occurred. And I did a little pivot there. And, and I was still in finance. I went into real estate and mortgage banking. And then there was a crash again in 2008, around there. And uh, so I left that business. And it was that, at that point, I really had to regroup and ask myself if, uh, I really wanted to rebuild in finance or or go into something, an area 
that was more fulfilling to me personally. And that was a creative area. So that's when I made the decision to go into filmmaking. I wanted to produce and direct. So I dove in, uh, you know, head first and just immersed myself in this world that I knew nothing about. Um, but through finding great mentors and then self-education, I didn't go to film school, um, but just going out there and doing it and getting the experience. I worked even for free a lot in, in the beginning. Um, I, I was able to make connections and acquire those skills very, very rapidly. Um, and in that time is when I had, I was diving into personal development and um, about five, six years ago, uh, maybe five years ago, um, I I'd met uh, Tom Bilyeu on impact theory. Uh, actually, he was in, inside Quest at the time. And I know you're a big fan of the show, but uh, just to, to, to put it all together for, for those of your audience who don't know the show, Tom Bilyeu and his partners founded the billion dollar company Quest Nutrition uh, with, uh, and uh, built that to a billion dollar uh, market value in less than five years. An amazing feat, especially diving. This is a tech. This is, you know, basically nutritional supplements, a protein bar. And it's very. I actually yeah. Quest was for quite a while before, and I had no idea that they made it until I found Impact Theory and I really read into it. Oh my gosh, they they created Quest. That's crazy. But yeah, Quest. Yeah, it was amazing. But back then, uh, Tom was still active as the CEO of the company, and he had started a show called Inside Quest, which. Um, he did for about two years, and then he, he stepped away from the company to focus solely on the mindset part of this. The, the, the company was about nutrition and healing the body through, through nutrition uh, and exercise. And so Inside Quest and then subsequently Impact Theory became about uh, working on the mindset and empowering people uh, through these virtual mentors and these interviews to, uh, you know, make the, create their best selves, basically. And so that was about five years ago. So I've been working with him on production for, since then, through Inside Quest to Impact Theory. And in fact, that show was the inspiration for my show, Hollywood Real. Um, and also inspiration for my book, really. So I, I really owe a lot to Tom and that show for inspiring me to take action and do these things. And from it, you know, I have a best-selling book. I have a show uh, where I do these interviews and I get to meet uh, all these amazing people. I, I interview a lot of celebrities on there and I get to pick their brains and share their knowledge with the world and my audience much like you are how did you like because for many people it's hard to give up like what you've like done for so many years and just stuck how did you 
get yourself to do it, I guess. <laughs> For sure. You know, uh, that's a great question. And uh, I, I'd have to say that I, I was really forced into it all. I was almost pushed into it. Um, because as you you might recall, is when I did that was when the real estate market here in California really became a, a global crash uh, in a lot of respects. Um, uh, you know, I lost the business and it came to a point where I had to rebuild. And I thought, okay, you know, can I go, should I go back into this? And I could have very easily and rebuilt that within, you know, probably a couple of years. Um, but I've been doing that for so long. And, and, and at that point in my life, I was starting to think about, okay, so what, you know, I, I've kind of, achieved a lot of my material dreams. I had, a, I had a garage full of exotic cars, and you know, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Porsches. I even had a Rolls Royce in there. Um, a big house in, on the California coast overlooking the ocean. Uh, you know, it was, it was great. Um, so for me, it re really became to, is, is that what I wanted to be remembered for? Like, what is, what is my legacy? What am I really creating in this world? And um, nobody's going to remember you for how much money you have or the car that you drive. And it really doesn't create a whole lot of impact. Yes, you need money to help other people. So I'm, I'm not discounting that. Um, but for me, I wanted to do it in a way that's creative where I have more, instead of just earning money and just giving it all away, I wanted to have a more um, direct involvement in that process and find I really get to know who this audience is and what their pains are and how that I can serve them, you know, based on the experience that I have and the resources that I could, um, that I could contribute or share with other people. So, um, you could say it was a serendipitous push into this creative world. And even at that time, I didn't have the whole path mapped out. I didn't know what that was going to look like. Um, it really just started out, uh, look, what are my, wh what has made the most impact on me? And I always like, I, I was always a big fan of movies, especially movies that had an underdog character to it, uh, such as Rudy. If you've seen the movie Rudy, um, this this is a movie, you know, kind of an undersized kid that had a dream of playing football at Notre Dame University, but he was undersized. Yeah, he had a learning disability, not much athletic ability, but he had this dream, and it's really the grit that 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 helped him achieve his his goal. And the story really is about like where he started, what drove him, what were those influences around him, friends, family, whatever, that drove him? Like, what is that bigger why behind him? So that, that allowed him to get out of bed every day and take the abuse that he did um, and, and not give up ultimately so that, he could, so that he could make his dream. In any case, those are the sort of stories that I wanted to tell through cinema. So, um, so that's what I set out to do. I said, I'm gonna be a producer director and I'm gonna do this. And of course I got into it and I realized that, you know, there's, 
not really a direct path to that. I mean, I guess you could do it, but the mentors that I had advised, look, you have to learn the technical aspects out of this because nobody's going to hire you to direct or produce something brand new, right? You have to build some skills and you're not in film school. So it's not like you have a class and professors that are just, just may give you a break. So, you know, uh, and, and in regards to taking action, this was me taking action. This is, this is me saying, okay, so if nobody's going to hire me, then I have to, then I have to do it for myself. Right. And to do it myself, I need to learn how to do everything by myself. So cameras, lighting, uh, uh, art design, uh, screenwriting, um, everything. And so again, self-taught mentors, uh, going out there and getting other filmmakers together who, who wanted to just create, we didn't pay ourselves anything. Uh, you know, we ate very inexpensively. We called them a lot of favors. Friends had this gear or that camera, and then you got a writer over here and we just create stuff. And so um, that's what we did. And then as, as we started doing that, then more opportunities would come to us because we were in action, right? You can't, if we just sat around going, oh, I wonder if somebody's going to hire us or, you know, asking for handouts, that doesn't work. It's, it's, it's the act of going out there and just creating and doing things is what people notice. And, then, and, and you're creating your own reel, uh, your, your own film reel at the same time and making connections. And some of those people early on, I still connect with, and we still work on stuff together, and we're all at a much higher level. Uh, my, my first mentor was really somebody that I knew from uh, when I was in investment banking, uh, uh, a man by the name of Frank Capra III. Um, and if any, anybody's a film fan, his granddad was Frank Capra I the great writer and director. Uh, he, he's, he was the founder of the Directors Guild. He wrote and directed classics like It's a Wonderful Life, which we see every Christmas and Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and, and, and classic movies like that, that, that you know, were made I think in the 40s or 30s or 40s and, and continue to make them. And then Frank's dad was also a filmmaker and then so Frank the Third, um, you know, he he uh, he became best known as a producer and assistant director to uh, greats like um, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, God, I can't I can't think of it now. <laughs> so Rob Reiner. Why why did I just brain fart? Not enough coffee presence. Uh, yeah, so Rob Reiner, a lot of great movies he worked on there, A Few Good Men, American President, Hitch, um, and even more recently, uh, Drive, Fast and Furious, uh, things like that. So he was really my first mentor. He was a good friend of mine. And then when I decided to pivot into this world, he was there. He made introductions. He would give me a lot of real, uh, uh, real world knowledge. And... Uh, and that's where it came from. Now, so that might not help a lot of your audience, 
But generally, if you want to find a mentor, here's what I would recommend is to find somebody that you whose work you admire that you, that you really want to be like, right? And we had talked about this before presence. And find out because whenever you're asking for any anything from anybody generally, right? It, it's tough to just come out cold, especially if they don't know you and just have an ask. And so I always like to say lead with value, which, which means uh, do some reach, research, find out what they want or what's valuable to them and help them get it or give it to them, right? And then they take notice. And that could be something, and with social media and LinkedIn and you know Instagram, Facebook, uh, these people, these very influential people are much easier to reach. Um, and you can get on their radar. Um, if they have a post, you know, like, follow, uh, make some thoughtful comments. And, and this might be a process that could, over time, this could take a year or whatever. But um, as you're out there and you're active, they'll start to take notice of who this person is that is following them. And you can you can try to DM them. You know, sometimes they answer, sometimes they, you don't. Um, and uh, a little bit is a is a leap of faith because they might never see it. But um, it's a lot better than just trying to go out there with an ask. Because every you know when when you're talking about high profile people, their time is valuable, and there's always every time they turn around, somebody is, has their hand out, saying, you know, what can you give me? And, uh, and that gets old. So it's refreshing and memorable to them when somebody says, I don't want anything. Here's what I can offer you, right? Even if it's just being, you know, a true fan and somebody that will share their work. A lot of times there's a charity uh, that, or a cause that they're trying to promote. Or maybe they just released a movie or a book, help promote that, right? If, if, if somebody's just written a book, go buy the book, read it, screenshot a page and say, wow, this is, I really like this one, right? And give a little, say a little bit about it to some, you know, he may share it on his social. Yeah, you also wrote a book called Spark, which is the eight, sorry, I just need to read out, the eight mental habits of highly successful people. Um, and like, as someone who just loves to, yeah, watch interviews of entrepreneurs and people who are doing massive things. It's it's really interesting to identify just what makes someone successful and what doesn't. So, what was what was it like writing the book, and why did you decide to write it? Yeah, you know that was really a um, uh, a passion project for me. Uh, it, it never was something where I expected to get rich off book sales. Um, like I mentioned before, I had been interviewing people, uh, watching people's interviews, much like this, and uh, and getting FaceTime with people on uh, productions, especially early on Inside Quest and Impact Theory. That um, you know, and and so I really started to internalize a lot of what they were teaching, and you know, those shows are are about you know, how, how do these people find success? What is it they do? What are the, what are the, 
ritual, daily rituals they have, you know, what do they do, who they talk to, who they surround themselves with, and most importantly, how do they think? And it's those attitudes and beliefs that I believe are the biggest determinant of, of success. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I'd, I'd been immersed in it for years and I thought, well, somebody new to this, they might get confused over kind of how to put this all together or what this all means, right? And so how can I make it easier for people to kind of get the foundations of this, a good place to start and, and know who the players are and then who are the, who are the major thought leaders in this area. Uh, and, and, and so I decided to put that in a book. And so um, what I did is I took all this knowledge that I had, all, all these notes that I compiled for years, and uh, I created a foundational model really for um, for successful thinking. Uh, in the book, I say that um, life mastery begins with mind mastery. Mm. And so that's something that I, I, I truly believe in because for anything in life, whether it's relationships, jobs, uh, your, your, your personal life, um, anything that you wanna do, athletics, it all starts with the way you think right um because anybody could could get out of bed and do something for a day or two or a week or or whatever but you really have to kind of do this inner work and figure out what drives you and um and have the right perspective that will keep you that will keep you going the if i may the the eight mental habits or those mindsets that I talk about um, really are the foundation for everything. There's, I, I call them the big rocks and there's a lot of stuff in between, but this book is really meant to be foundational. It's a, it's a basic book and it gives you something to kind of uh, food for thought so that you can go out there and explore other authors and thought leaders in the area. And a lot of the feedback that I've, I've gotten is that, yeah, you know, I discovered so-and-so because of your book, or I discovered so-and-so, because there's parts of it that are going to resonate more strongly than others yeah. with you. And so, so that's very important. But uh, just briefly, the eight mental habits are mission, action, uh, the creative mindset, a mindset of connection, mindset of abundance, a mindset of of uh, uh, generosity, a growth mindset, and then finally the mindset of gratitude. And so uh, putting all those together uh, is really the, the, these are the things that the most successful people in the world have in common, right? Now, I, I didn't dive into all of these with each one of the the thought leaders that I'd spoken to, but uh, I know that in some form or another, they have most of this, if not all of these traits. Um, and uh, this, if you'll notice, the second chapter is the action mindset, which is why your show intrigues me so much, 
because it's it's very important that we take action uh, against our dreams. You know, you're talking uh, Master Sri Akarshna likes to talk about the law of attraction and the yeah. secret, right? But you know what's what's unique about what he teaches is is what I try to point out in the book, and and that it's some people they they think the law of attraction is just intention. If you have the intention and you think about it hard enough, it will come true. Yeah. But as, as Master Sri Akarshna talks about and what I point out in the book is that it goes beyond that. You need to take action, right? The first chapter is a mission mindset. And that's about um, uh, having a purpose and having intention behind what you want to do. That's exploring you know what is your why what's going to drive you uh how how do you want to do this who do you want to impact uh you know what is this all for once you have that kind of clarity in your mind then you take action but action isn't just that it isn't just well you just go and and do something right there's really three other components about that should that that are really essential to understand when it comes to that, that action mindset. Uh, the first is no entitlement, right? And no entitlement means that um, you're, you're not entitled to anything that you haven't worked for, right? Um, too many people sit around and go, because of my circumstances, the world owes me stuff right nobody owes you anything you know the world is not fair you know uh you have to go out there and and take it for yourself right i mean you can't expect things to come from you and you can't use that as an excuse either the second thing is that you have to uh create your own outcomes and that's the doing part right you have to go out there and, 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 and make it happen. And you have to uh, do it even if you lack confidence, even if you don't think you have it right, you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, um, a friend of mine wrote a book called uh, Start Ugly. And it, and it goes with another book called, uh, it's the same idea with another book, which is called, I think it's called ready, fire, aim, or something like that, right? Meaning you you just have to do it, yeah. right? And it's in the doing that you gain confidence and competency. Mm. Just know that as you start, it's going to be ugly. It's not going to be your best work. Yeah. But if you wait around to be perfect, it's not, you know, you're never going to start because it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. Case in point, my book, I wrote it in less than three months. It didn't get published for almost probably nine, 10 months, right? Because I was trying to perfect it. Mm. But in hindsight, you know, it was 99% there in three months. I should have just hit the button and not wasted so much time, yeah. right? So, um, so, you, so you really just got to go out there and take action. And then the third part of what I was talking about with the action mindset is really personal responsibility. Um, in in Spider-Man, there's this quote, I think from Uncle Ben there that said, with great power comes great responsibility. 
Now my friend Jim Quick flipped that on its head. And he said, with great responsibility comes great power. And what he's talking about there is that if you take responsibility for your outcomes and and not depend on somebody else to to give you a leg up or to to help you and you just and you just you take personal responsibility for that you take back your power because when you're when you rely on other people uh for for these things for getting that big break or whatever then you're giving away your power yeah. right yeah keep all the you know take your power back take personal responsibility for it take action don't wait for it. don't wait for handouts and and just go do it what is like what's your biggest fear at the moment so my biggest fear now really is i i believe that i'm doing everything i can right now at least that i have the capacity to right now and i guess if if i had a fear that's that's not making the impact that i want to have right uh in that regard i'm i'm a bit impatient because mm-hmm. i'd like to grow uh, my audience faster than it's than it's been growing um but i also believe that it's the consistency that's going to get me there um uh you know we have to uh you know do do this we we have to have certain conviction uh about whatever our ambitions are and um and like i was talking about sometimes it's a leap of faith like there's no guarantees in in this right and and you could toil over things for for years and not get anywhere but i also believe that most people give up right before they're about to break through to mm-hmm. that goal so um like a lot of good people have said really you cannot fail until you give up yeah. so just don't give up and so i'm not giving up yeah definitely um so what what is like a question i also ask is you know this is a safe place cuz sometimes cuz i guess like talking to younger people who have who haven't achieved much and they have like crazy goals they always are afraid to like say it out so like, i tell them this is a safe place where people like you can just dream as big as you want to there's like no limits what do you want to happen so like for you <laughs> what is what's the vision in terms of what's your like what do you want to achieve what's the impact that you want to achieve wow okay putting it out there in the world right yeah yeah well you know my the big impact that i want to have is in helping people to achieve their dreams not uh but not in a charity sense right yeah. i'm i don't want to give people their dreams mm-hmm. uh you know there's a lot of charities that that do that right they grant wishes and everything else which is great um but just like they say you know you can teach you could give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day Mm-hmm. teach him how to fish and he'll he'll eat for a lifetime mm-hmm. right so i i want to teach people how to do this how to um gain the confidence and the skills and empower people to be able to um go out and achieve their dreams because i believe that we are all limitless 
right? It doesn't matter what our background is, our education, uh, oftentimes our, our physical handicaps that, that, or, 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 you know, our circumstances past or present that holds us back. It's that mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I want to help break people out of that and get people going on the right path so that they can create their own destiny and create and make their own dreams happen. And so that's really the big vision for me is to do that. (laughs) And and if, yeah, there you go. See, that's, that's why we're, and and it's, you know, it's people like us that we have to support each other and, uh, and, and share ideas and resources so that, so that, you know, collectively we can all make this happen. There are, you know, you, you're not going to get everybody, right? Yeah. There are people who are going to, who are going to believe and some people who, who don't believe. And then there's people who are on the fence, yeah. right? So um, you're all, you only want to talk to people, maybe the people on the fence and the people who are kind of with you, right? The people that don't believe, well, they may never believe any of what you're saying, but they're not your audience, right? You're not going to make everybody happy. And you may even, you know, as you blow up and and get higher profile, you're going to have some haters on there. And you just really, you can't let that get you down. You just have to realize that, you know, as you get a profile, you know, as you, as you get your opinion and your point of view out there, um, you know, the people are going to come out of the woodwork and, and they're not all going to agree with you. And that just goes with it, you know, expect yeah. it. They, yeah. they say that if you don't have any haters, you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah. I right? I didn't have any, so I'm still waiting for my first hater. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, even um, the people. Yeah. yeah, even the people that say that, they, you know, they don't believe, like, what are you doing? Oh, right? yeah. But um, yeah. I, I think that uh, you're also, you know, you're also doing it right in that, well, let me say this. I, I'm a big believer in um, in attaching yourself to a mission mm. or a cause or or this this purpose, as opposed to attaching yourself to a company or a person mm. or a brand, which yeah. is like what a lot of people do, right? Like, like you know, their whole identity is, hey, I work for Apple or Google or or yeah. or whatever right? Um, but, but I believe that no matter how many jobs you have, mm. if you have a through line to what you're doing, this purpose, like with you, you know, you, yeah. you want people to take action yeah. towards, towards their dreams, yeah. much like me, right? Then that can cut, cut across a lot of different jobs, job descriptions, job titles, companies, and everything. But you still have that, that through line or that that guiding light that keeps you on this path there's a lot of ways to get there right so uh you know congratulations to you you've gotten that part figured out well long journey this is just the beginning but yeah i think it starts with action is just so it just resonates with me so much and it, it i've never been more excited every day since i found like that <laughs> so yeah i agree everyone should I actually, I actually really agree that I just, yeah, attach yourself with a, you know, to a mission, not to someone or a company, just like to, like, what you, like, the impact that you want to create. It's just, 
yeah, I mean, it, it just makes life so much more like worth living for. <laughs> um, sure does. Yeah. Um, so a question I also ask every guest is, what does their next best version of themselves look like and how do they plan to get there? How does, so you're asking me that? Yep. What, is, what, what does your next best version of yourself look like and how do you plan to get there? Well, I think I'm doing it right now. Uh, my show is relatively new. I really just started publishing episodes during COVID here. So um, I think that that means uh, continuing to get the best quality guests that I can get. Um, improve myself as an interviewer and as um, as a media personality. Uh, so that means more more speaking, uh, perhaps another book, which I've got a couple ideas in my head. Uh, any, any, you know, anything you want to <laughs> like? Can we expect anything coming out? <laughs> well, it still involves it's still personal development. And um, I, I'm still trying to trying to solidify what that looks like, um, <laughs> and and I've even played with some titles here to kind of just guide me, just 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 give me a general direction. But uh, I'll save that as a surprise for you and your audience presence. Okay. You have to follow Jay to find out then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't want to take too much of your time. So final question, which again, I ask every guest is, what challenge do they have for listeners today? It can be any challenge, take action on. An action challenge. Mm -hmm. All right, I would say this. So whatever your ambitions are, uh, it's not only important to take action on it, not only important to take action on it, but to take action on it consistently. And so whatever you dream of doing, uh, do it every day, right? Yeah. And in the context of what, what I'm surrounded by, actors, you know, I tell them, look, if you wanna be an actor, then act. If you wanna be a writer, then write and do it every day. And I'm not talking about you know, this whole production every day, yeah. even if it's if you're a writer, write for 10 minutes a day, if that's all you have. But it's the, it, the consistency of that creates this habit, yeah. right? And, and it, and it, and it wires the neurons in your brains and creates new, new pathways that, that really gets you on that path. So that, um, so that over time, you will become more proficient at it. You'll become more confident and it will be more a part of you. Yeah. And, and it makes it much harder to quit or walk away or not do it on a down day, mm -hmm. right? So I would say that the challenge is, is this, think of whatever ambition you have right now, right? What is that thing that you dream of? And start taking steps towards that every single day. Not every other day, not Sundays, weekends off, but every single day, do a little bit of a time and you'll be astonished in 30 days and 60 days and a year from now, how much further you'll be towards achieving that goal. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, like taking the first step is super hard, but actually being consistent with it in the long run is another challenge that's super hard. So, it sure yeah, is. Definitely, everyone, don't give up. Take consistent challenge, consistent challenge, consistent action. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on. How can people find you in terms of like everything, social media or yeah, shows? Well, let's see, on social media, most of them are Jay Menez TV, J-A-Y-M-E-N-E-Z TV. Um, I think LinkedIn is just Jay Menez. Uh, my show, uh, the, subscribe to Hollywood Real, my talk show. Uh, the direct link on YouTube is, Holly, is at hollywoodreal.com. So go there. And uh, if you're interested in in how the world's most successful people think, how those mindsets are, a great uh, book to read, to share with your kids because they don't teach us stuff in school. Pick up my book, Spark, The Eight Mental Habits of Highly Successful People uh, on Amazon. Uh, it's available at Kindle, Kindle, paperback right here. Bam. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Just get back into routine. Uh, lockdown has just made me just, yeah, just all over the place in terms of reading and exercise and all that. But yeah, we'll get back into it. Start reading. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and 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 feel free for you or your audience. If anybody has any questions, needs needs, you know, anything. How, however, I may be able to add value to to uh, your pursuit of of whatever it is your ambition it is. Uh, you know, shoot me a DM. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, then please share it with your friends and family. Give it a review on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to check out Jay's show. It's really inspiring and there's a lot of cool guests. So yeah, until next time, guys. <laughs>